Hunter at Sunrise, acoustic, eclectic music for your Sunday morning. Heard every Sunday from 7 to 11 Eastern Time here on 89.5 WHRV HD3 Alt Radio, Norfolk, Virginia, and streaming live at hunteratsunrise.com, whrv.org, iTunes, Shoutcast, and Radio Time. You know we like to do acoustic sessions on the show, and, man, we've got one for you today. is going to be memorable for ages to come as the last bison <laughs> Uh, joins us for an acoustic session. How are you all? Fantastic. Well, thanks for having us. Oh, I'm glad you were able to do this. And uh, before we get to talking, what would you like to play? We're going to play a song now called Setting Our Tables to, to kick it all off. Okay, okay. Here is The Last Bison here on Hunter at Sunrise. The red deer fade to the month of April. So do we wait patiently to set our tables. And our forks tonight, they work within the side by side, knowing at the wind Hoping she's the one And my father's pride Is tearing down the mountainside And soon the trees will blow the line Leaving us with sighs So cast them later than the older ones Until September when they have begun Just like the shrubs and saplings they defend And as the skin sheds slowly The mound becomes more stable And I would climb to redefine The path if I were able She's the one And my father's pride Is tearing down the mountainside And soon the trees will blow the line Leaving us with sighs So cast them later than the older ones Till September when they have become Fully covered Just like the shrubs and saplings they defend So cast them later than the older ones Until September when they have become Fully covered in a velvet skin 
till they're just like the shrubs and saplings they defend. Until they're just like the shrubs and saplings they defend. Until they're just like the shrubs and saplings they defend. Yeah. <laughs> Thunderhead Sunrise here with The Last Bison. And uh, before we really get to talking, would someone like to introduce everybody here in the band? Absolutely, I'd love to. Um, I am uh, Ben Hardesty. Okay. I sing and play guitar. And right. um, over here on the right, which you can't tell because you're on the radio, is my <laughs> father, Dan Hardesty. He's playing banjo and mandolin. Mm-hmm. And uh, my sister, Anna Hardesty, who is singing. Yeah. Um, on my left, which also you can't see, is the Tethro, playing violin, Amos Houseworth on the cello, and Jay Benfonti is playing percussion. And we have an organist, Andrew Benfonti, who is not with us today. So Okay. Well, thanks so much for coming down here today. Now, um, we might explain that um, you guys are getting ready to go out on a tour, and you're getting ready to put out an album. Yes, sir. We are. Uh, you want to talk about the album a little? Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, the album is uh, coming out on Universal Republic Records, uh-huh. and um, it, we got to record it last summer at Fairfax uh, Recording out in L.A. with uh, Kevin Agunas, who was the producer. And so it will actually contain some songs from our previous independent release. That uh, did you re-record them? Or? They were re-recorded. Yeah, and and some of the arrangements are actually a little different than uh, what people might have heard on the first album, Quill. And uh, Republic wanted to take advantage of the catalog of music we already had. And we said, sure, you know, that's, that's a great idea. And, and um, so um, it will have some music from the old album re-recorded with new, new arrangements, some of them, and then uh, some new songs as well. Were you surprised how Quill took off? It, was like, it seemed like you put it out and in a year, bang. Uh, we were very surprised. As a matter of fact, we recorded it because things were going great for us here locally, and people were saying we'd really like to have a, something to listen to when we're not seeing you live. So we were recorded it very, very quickly in two days uh, up in Richmond uh, mm-hmm. with Lance Kohler of uh, Minimum, Minimum Wage Recording. And, um, yeah, we, we got back, and... I think, uh, I think what was crazy is, is we, did our, uh, we did our album release. We did over at the Chrysler Museum of Arts, which was super cool mm-hmm. um, for us to be able to play in a room that, that was that inspiring. And uh, it was it was weeks after the release of our of our album um, that we got an email from the label because James Steele from ninety six X had been spinning it on the radio, so right? We picked up in sound scan, and uh, we were like, "This has got to be spam. This is, <laughs> this is this is not real. Someone's playing a joke on us or something." Right. And then we we did some further looking into the email, and we we're like. Well, you Whoa. you actually went up and auditioned for them? Yeah, January of last year, last so year. exactly a year yeah, ago, ago. we flew up to, to New York City and played a showcase in their corporate um, in their offices. In their they office have a little space. There. And, yeah, so. there was no pressure, right? You know, honestly, <laughs> honestly we were very honestly, relaxed. Because we, we went up there thinking, we probably won't do this. Because we had thought, like, other independent labels or different ways we would go and... You know, thinking we're, we're not going to go with a giant I'm not going to lie. We were kind of at that point doing it for the experience of getting flown to New York City and playing. Yeah, music. I was like, this is awesome. They want to put us up in hotels? Sure. Let's do it. Um, and then, honestly, we fell in love with the people there. Yeah. We did. They, they loved us, and it was obvious that it was, it was a real relationship that we were going to mm-hmm. have, not some. Um, so, yeah, we fell, we fell in love with the people there. And, yeah. and 
It's been good. It's been We've great. had a great relationship with Republic. Now this this album though will have some new music on it. Absolutely. Like four yeah. new songs. You, four new you songs. Talking? Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's that's exciting. We always love to to create new music and mm-hmm. haven't gotten to do enough of it recently. So it's. Did, did you really think once you started this project that this is going to lead to this? I, 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 it's, I guess every musician hopes that it will go this far, but no one actually expects it to, I uh-huh. guess. So, yeah, I, I, I wanted it to, but I didn't, I wasn't, I hadn't convinced myself that it would because I didn't want to be disappointed. Yeah. And because it's, it's not necessarily a realistic uh-huh. expectation. Right. So when it did start happening, it was like, for us, it, we believe that it was completely providential that the right doors were open at the right times, and we just happened to right. to be blessed enough to see the doors and walk through them. So. Right. Mm-hmm. We're talking with the last bison here on Hunter at Sunrise. Uh, would you like to do another song for us here we this morning? This one is uh, on our original album. It's called The Woodcutter's Son, and this is a smaller, stripped-down version of the song that Amos and Teresa and I have composed. Okay. Yeah, y'all can sing, and you can play Shaker. Well, they're just putting this together right for you right now (laughs) on the radio. How do we want to arrange the song? (laughs) That's right. Here's the last vice in the Yarn Hunter at Sunrise. And out in the woods... Be on the field in a cottage made from ten leaves of man, and with his lady would carve the faces of people that he knew Twas the woodcutter's son The woodcutter's son The woodcutter's son The woodcutter's son he fiddled away the friends that he made as he placed them on the shelf one by one, giving them names of distant places that he had alone. From once I had no memory of, from ones he had known long ago. Whose cradles and lampstands he'd known The woodcutter's sign 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 The woodcutter's sign The woodcutter's sign
Like a month ago, we were on tour, and I missed the words of that song once, and then everyone brought it up, and ever since then, I've been absolutely petrified of <laughs> messing the words it's of every time. It's been a jinx, so like, so, we're on the way here today, I said, hey, I ben, recited the, the lyrics that would get song. Son, and <laughs> recited them perfectly. And then when I get in the, into the song, it's like I overanalyze and think so hard about what the lyrics do is that I mix them all up, and like, I can't remember, and I can't like fall back into it. So you got to hear that. <laughs> yeah, you get to hear. It was awesome. I think that was worse than ever. I, I don't think I should be able to do that song anymore without it written in front of me. I think I'm forever jinxed. Hunter at Sunrise here with the last bison in case you're just tuning in. And uh, um, So who was it that coined this term for you, mountaintop chamber music? Who, t- who came up with that? Who, or did you guys just kind of come really up with that That's a really good question. It, I know I didn't. I think it wasn't someone outside of the band. Really? It, it just <laughs> We can't remember. Cause, but we uh, did it. Because you guys are based in Chesapeake. There's not a mountain in no, sight. There, well, in Mount Trashmore. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> so. Yeah, Mount Trashmore, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. You but, know, I don't know. that. I can't remember. I, think, I, think, yeah, I know that we had, we had started using the, the word folkestral, uh, meaning folk and and. Orchestral, orchestral music uh-huh. together, and then we had seen it being used some, and we we're like, well, let's let's just coin something that's the same thing for ourselves. And so the whole idea of folk music, and and especially music with banjos and mandolins, you you think of you know the Appalachia mountain music, and yeah. So, yeah, mountaintop, and then and then chamber, meaning the whole. Well, you didn't think this classical. out, did you? It, it you guys kind of met and kind of found right. out what you guys played, and then just kind of added it together. Absolutely. It seems that's very very true. Yeah, we uh, I mean, we had guitars and. I'm, I'm, to be quite honest, I didn't really even play mandolin and banjo before this band. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was kind of like we started writing music and thinking stuff. And we're like, that would be cool with a banjo. So I was like, okay, let's get a banjo. Let's get a mandolin. <laughs> and and started putting this stuff together. And uh, and we met Amos playing cello because we were doing a, a Christmas event at a church. And playing, and we actually were playing Iscariot, one of the songs, that you know, our songs. He was there, and he played cello with us on the song. It just serendipitously kind of happened, and yeah, yeah, very much. It's just that's why there's no drum kit or a bass player because it just happened really organically. And well, do you do you foresee any instruments that you wouldn't want to add to the that we wouldn't? That's a good question. Anything electric. Anything electric. That that obviously would be out of rule. Right. But he'll probably pull a Bob Dylan in a few years and break out, you know. (laughs) What's funny is there's several of us that didn't really play the instruments that we play in the band, like Dad said. And then Jay played jazz piano and stuff. And then he um, went to the drums. And I didn't play orchestra bells, which I don't have today. But Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's been a learning process in many ways. Well, uh, obviously, some of you are classically trained, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, not, not the hardest ease. No, it, it definitely Amos and Teresa and Andrew, who's not here, who plays organ. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you mentioned you were homeschooled. At least six of you are homeschooled. Is that correct? Right. Only Dad was not. And um, does that mean you learned how to play at home as well, or did you? Um, I did. Uh, for me, guitar was Dad giving me a guitar. And then teaching me the basics and then saying, what did you say to me? 
It doesn't, uh, it doesn't really matter if you play it right. Just make it sound good. Just make it sound good. Yeah. That was my learning process, and then just exploring it myself and listening to it. But it's completely different for someone like Teresa. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that the brunt of the work happened at home, but obviously we took private lessons and stuff outside of our sure. <laughs> houses. Yeah. Uh, okay. You guys, as we mentioned at the outset, you're getting ready to go on tour. Where are you going to be going? We have about 34 shows in a month and a we half. We will be, yeah, February 14th we launch we'll out, places. and uh, we actually start in Richmond, uh-huh. and, um, and then we will we head south, head south, and on our way to South by Southwest, we'll hit Austin, and then we head towards the Pacific Northwest, do shows up there, down the West Coast to San Diego area, and then wow. diagonally back up to the Midwest and then back home. And the album yeah. is set for release in March. You March, have a specific- March 5th. March 5th. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. And people will be able to buy it on iTunes yes, and their it's website. It's a full-length uh, album, Inheritance. So Excellent. What else would you like to play for us here before We're we wrap things up? Song. This is called Autumn Snow. This is um, on the previous album and, and kind of rearranged. A, for a song that well. I've played on the show quite a oh, bit, awesome. to tell you the truth. We're going to play it for you It's a very nice song. Thank you. Here is uh, The Last Bison here on Hunter at Sunrise. We will sow, we will sow For to bring the autumn snow And our labor shall not be for us in vain She will grow, she will grow For to make her dresses flow Till she's seated by the gin Till the mistress waves again We will sow, we will sow, and she will grow.
<laughs> Hunter at Sunrise here with The Last Bison and uh, their album due out early March, March 2nd, and it's called Inheritance. You can get it most anywhere, right? Yes. yes. We yes. hope you can get it everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> this is really going to be distributed. This is not yeah. like Quill that was just distributed Correct. to a few people. This yeah. is going to be the real thing. Yeah, the, distribu- the distribution of Quill was totally on us, and so the distribution of this album, of course, is you know, going through Republic. So, yeah, hopefully it'll be in a lot of outlets. Well, we wish you a lot of luck, and you guys, are I'm, I'm sure, are going to go great places. Thank you so Thank much. You. Yeah. I, I, I did have a question, though. Absolutely. They compare your music a lot with, um, like, the Decemberists yep. and uh, uh, Fleet Foxes, Mumford. Mumford and Sons. Do you ever listen to these people, or are they listen? I, I listen Absolutely. to a lot of Fleet okay. Foxes in high school. Um, never listened to the Decemberists, um, and I, I listened to Mumford. I, I would, went to a Bible school in England in '09 when Sign No More came out, so they're kind of uh-huh. merging there. Um, and so, yeah, I, I love those. Bands. You do listen to them. Yeah, we yeah, enjoy them. Because they sound like they should be them. listening to you. <laughs> yeah, we, we think are, we're, we're a little different than them. them. <laughs> I mean, we definitely have, have a little more. That's why a, they should be listening to you. Oh, okay, I gotcha. <laughs> Thank you. No, I, I appreciate those bands, and especially for bringing folk music into the into the limelight in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much for doing this today. You're welcome. And the last bison here on Hunter at Sunrise.